Anyway, podcast live with you on a Friday episode. What's up, everybody? Hello to the replay crew. Whether you're watching or listening on Saturday or Sunday, appreciate you wholeheartedly. Make sure you hit that like button immediately on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Twitch, wherever you're uh, watching and or listening from. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Cuddles will be along momentarily to co-host. Filling in for Frankie C. We'll tell you where he is and what he's doing. Um, lots of topics on the episode today, as you can see. We only have three, uh, but they're three good ones. Brian Laundry got some chilling text messages that he sent to a friend in the days after he killed Gabby Petito. We'll talk about that. Ashton Kutcher in uh, the wake of this Danny Masterson controversy and the character letter that he and Mila Kunis wrote uh, is stepping away from his anti-trafficking organization that he has been famous for leading the charge with. Um, and we have a Democratic candidate in Virginia who has not one but several adult live streams out there in the world, and uh, they have leaked. People have discovered them. The Republicans are definitely using it against her. Uh, how do you feel about somebody who's done porn running for a position of office? Is that still taboo or is it like, eh, it's 2023. We got to kind of get with the times. You tell me you have a say just as much as we do. We want to hear your thoughts. Make sure you comment on the live chat. Hello to everybody who's over there. And of course, make sure you comment below if you're watching on the replay. Let's get this podcast started. Uh, used to be a time when if you did any sort of adult uh, activities and that was discovered online, your career, whether in politics or not, was done. I don't know if we've kind of changed with that. Not entirely sure. So uh, we will see. Uh, Willie, Roz, Robin, Beezer Life, TD Freelancer, Paul, Eni, Onion. Oh, my goodness. Everybody's here in the live chat. Sybil, Miss Justice, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to everybody, Dr. Dex. Hello, everybody. Diane, thanks for being here on the live chat. Love you guys in the live audience. Uh, very cool to get together as always. Nice to be here on a uh, Friday. Somebody remind me before we end the show to update you on where Frankie C is. Uh, we don't have him, but we do have Cuddles herself. You can't see her, but you can hear her. She is here. What up, Cuddles? What up? I'm here. Uh, JSAB's also not here, but she is going to be listening to this first story because basically it's how to cover up killing your significant other. That is. Oh. Some of the lessons we could learn from Brian Laundry and his short, stupid, tragic life. Um, and I know that Jay Sabs is going to be taking notes just in case she ever decides it's time to end things with the roommate. I'm not saying anything, but it could. Anything's possible. You know what I'm saying, Cuddles? Any yep. Yeah, I could kill you. Yeah. Well, that's I'm thinking about removing you from the episode now. I'm oh, just shut up. Hearing any of this information because I'm concerned. Um, Brian Laundry, we all know the story. Gabby Petito, Long Island Zone. They went uh, to the uh, out west, filmed a bunch of uh, YouTube content. Of course, she went missing. It was a huge story in the world, not just the country, but in the world for a pretty long time. 
then he eventually went missing. Uh, we've done a ton of podcasts on them. If you ever want to go back and relive some of those moments, you can absolutely do so. Just search Gabby or Brian Petito, uh, Brian Laundry. Uh, when you get to our uh, our podcast at anthonyonair.com. Um, we all know that he confessed later on, uh, left a note saying that he ended her life uh, before he was eventually found dead in a swamp down there in Florida where he lived. Um, now we have some text messages that have uh, been released that a friend of Brian's was exchanging back and forth with Brian after he returned from their trip and after obviously he had taken Gabby's life. Uh, he was asked by a friend, Ben, on September 4th, 2021. So it's kind of crazy that that's almost two years ago. Isn't that weird? Wow. Like Time feel, is flying. It feels like it was just last year that all this Gabby Petito stuff yeah. happened. That was two years ago. It's crazy. Um, he asked uh, Brian how the trip was. Brian's response was, trip was good. Uh, Gab and I had fun tired now gonna sleep for a week uh, later on in the conversation Laundry told Ben we made a lot of content it was a once in a lifetime trip <laughs> it's yeah tell me about it it's the gonna sleep for a week line that tells me and I think anybody that he he was planning on covering this up and doing whatever he could to get out of there before you know it got yep. back to him you know what i mean scheming bastard yeah i mean it's kind of crazy that like you immediately just i mean i guess you just immediately go into this like survival mode of i'm gonna have to lie my way out of this situation yeah well um, you know what you could just not kill your girlfriend or you could not kill your girlfriend which would be yeah. great yeah which would be really great if that was the way most people uh, go. 22 and 23 years old. We spent like months on uh, on this whole situation. Because remember, she was missing for like two or three weeks. Yeah. And, and there was the, there were sightings. And then who has video of them? It, yeah. it was crazy. Remember all the video was like some other random YouTube camper that just so happened yeah. to see their van go by and shit. Yeah. We would never be able to survive in the, in like nature together. You wouldn't be able to. Yeah, I wouldn't. I can't survive our backyard with bugs. Cuddles and I, we went down to Florida and we were visiting my parents and near my parents uh, is a lot of like alligator like uh -huh. farms and stuff. So we went on one of those like airboat tour things and we get into like where we have to go and we park and then we're like walking through these like little like uh, how would you describe them huts motel rooms it uh you know what it looked Wait, like a don't... michael it would look like a freddy krueger not what who was it jason jason Voorhees? like yeah a campsite look it looked like camp like sleepaway camp little good like call. that's a good call yeah it did yeah. look exactly like that. i look like those old school like camp, you know, very wood, very rustic, right? So we're go we have to walk through this little area to get to where like the airboat is, and somebody's holding an alligator, and like we're checking in and doing all the things. Um, but I joked, to and there was like a pool in the middle of it all, but it looked kind of nice to me. So I said to my wife, "I'm like next year we're gonna come here." She's like, "No, absolutely not. Fuck that. I'm not getting killed here." It's talking all this shit, right? So we go do the boat tour 
And then we're leaving. And as we're going out, like getting back up to the main road, we pass like a sign for like the camp area, which turned out to be like, because I said, I go, oh, this must be like, because you saw people like staying there. And this is typical of cuddles. I'm like, oh, this looks nice. And she's like, oh, never staying here ever. And there's some woman like on her family vacation. <laughs> feet away. Like, you know, but I said, I was like, oh, it kind of looked like a glamping thing to me. We go look it up, right? As we were leaving, we saw the sign. What, how much is it? It was like $250 or $300 a night or something yeah, like, like that. Like the, the insides were renovated. We're gorgeous. They, okay. Don't... Renovated. I think the whole thing was all brand new. No, I the outside was definitely not, definitely not new, definitely not new, and I'm not that comfortable being right by water where we're where they're like, oh, we're what alligators? Like, oh uh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was an alligator breeding ground. Yeah. Uh no, the woman was like, she was like burping it on her shoulder. I was like, what did you just give it Similac or something? Like, what are you doing? No, yeah, it's not for me. I am. I, I think the way you got to hold the alligator is like a certain way. Remember, because people were like the alligator would get yeah, upset. Yeah, she and, was like, placing around. its its like talons on their shoulders, and then she's like hold its head, and it's like yeah, just you know, it goes like two inches to the left, and it's gonna rip your face off. I'm like, this is not. I am not meant for these things. Yeah. Um, just to answer Paul's question, they did have outhouses. I mean, they were more bathrooms oh. by like a oh. pool. But fuck, fuck that. You oh, could. and you showered in there. Okay, when I took our daughter to the bathroom, she's like, what is that? I'm like, that's a shower. And they were showering. There was shampoo, conditioner. And, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, but I don't shower. know if ever, there, there wasn't bathrooms and showers in the rooms. I think there was. I don't, I don't know, but I'm not leaving the room. If I have to go to the bathroom, I'm not leaving the whole, like, no. Turn tricks, shoot meth in them swamp shacks. That's what Paul says. I think we were definitely in a meth hotbed down there. Uh, yeah, because the captain of our little speedboat had absolutely no teeth. Remember? Yeah. Yes. No you, teeth. Re- you don't forget a face like that. Not at all. <sighs> this is, mm. that's, that, us New Yorkers are not meant for that. He. He was wearing a show that said alligator bait. I did appreciate that. I thought that was pretty funny, though. I had a good sense of humor about him, you know. But those were like beautiful little, you know, don't judge a book by its cover lessons is what I like to call those. Well, you can go and I'll just I would rather stay home. You're right, though. It it is kind of crazy to stay near such an alligator hotbed breeding ground. Which, by yeah. the way, coincidentally, not to tie it back into the story, but I think that's pretty much what ate Brian Laundry. Because, uh, yeah, remember he offed himself, and then they just found like bits and pieces of him. I think because he was in one of them swamps, and some alligators got hungry, and end the story. Yeah, I don't know. Nope, I'm not one for nature. We never really looked, but I wonder how close we were. I don't think we were that. I think it was. Weren't they in like Southern Florida? We were in like Central Florida. Yeah, Florida yeah. is one huge hot swampy let's just do meth today kind of a place i am not built for heat um and florida was miserable yeah that was just miserable i remember when we had some we had some friends that moved down to florida from where our original neighborhood and we went go we went down to visit them 
And so the guy, uh, it was a family, but the, their kid was like way older than me. And I just remember him, like I was like a young kid. I just remember him like saying like, it just gets so hot in Florida that people around one o'clock every day just go, ah, screw it. Let's go get a drink. And that's why like nothing gets done down there. And you know, the work ethic's a little bit different. And it's just people are just like hot. So like in the air conditioning, and then it's like, let's go in the pool. And then you're in the pool and you're like, well, let's have a drink, you know? So that's why people, that's why you have all those Florida man does whatever stories. Cause everybody's just yeah. down there going, Fuck it, let's go get a drink, you know? Because they're fucking hot. And even the pools weren't, like, refreshing. It was just too warm. Yeah. We're not built for that shit. I'm not going back. You're not built for it. I I handled it pretty okay, I think. Yeah, okay. Okay. I mean, I was sweating my bag off the whole time. But still, I didn't mind it too much. I like the warm weather. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. No. Uh, add open permit, less cat. Yeah, they did. They changed the gun laws while we were down there, I think. Which, again, different world, you know. If you asked me, Aunt, would you carry a gun around in New York? I would say, No, absolutely not. There's no need. If you said, Aunt, would you carry a gun around in Florida? If I was walking around where we were by the airboat, yes, because I'd need to shoot a crocodile. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that snake. No, I don't do that. shit <laughs> With a snake, our tour guy smacked a snake in the tree. <laughs> yeah, like it's nothing. Oh, that's nothing. And he smacks it like it's gonna fall on me. Yeah, I was like, I'm done. Take me back. I don't go mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, kind of crazy. So uh, sad to see these text messages, but again, just gives you the insight on what this guy was like. He was in it from the beginning. Of I'm just gonna lie. He and- tried. He was yeah, which is like fucked up. Pretty Piece funny. of shit. Um, Ashton Kutcher. Danny Masterson gets convicted of the R word. Thanks a lot, YouTube. And um, gets sentenced to 30 years. His wife asks Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, and a bunch of other people. You know, that's what's funny about this. Like, I think every other cast member on that 70s show and like a lot of other people, there was like 50 character letters, but the world only cares about Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis's letters. I don't understand these people writing letters for him. I don't get it. I know, but like I said, if Frank did something horrible and asked me to write a letter, I would probably reluctantly write the letter. No, I'd be like, fuck you, serve your time, you deserve it for what you fucking did. <laughs> You're a lot tougher than I am. I am. You know me. I'm a fiercely loyal. I'm a fiercely loyal dude. I would. uh, Yeah, but not when he does the R word. That's wrong. You got a daughter. Remember that. You got a daughter. I know. I know. But here's the problem, too. They asked for those letters like months before. And I don't think anybody thought it was going to be read out loud. It was supposed to be just given to the judge. Mm, Jokes on them assholes. And then all of a sudden, it kind of like made its way out there and. You know, that was it. Somebody had such. So I was making my point of like, 
on the last couple of episodes. Like, oh my God, I would hate it, but I would probably write the letter reluctantly, you know, because if somebody asked me to, uh, you know, it's kind of a tough spot to be in. I'm more mad at Danny Masterson's wife for even asking for it. But again, even with that, I understand that's your like husband. Like, what are you going to do? You do anything you can, no matter how shitty the crime is or what they're accused of, you do whatever you can to support your loved one, you know, especially oh, if it's your oh, really? significant other. Oh, really? So you think the Gilgo Beach murderer, his wife, should be like going to people and be like, can you write a character thing for him? <laughs> he was such a good father, you know. Really? No, she's she's divorcing his ass. Really? I'm trying to I'm trying to find a comment though, because somebody left a comment on one of the last couple of episodes and oh my god, it was just it was so. They, do they agree with me? Do they? Do they think yeah, like oh yeah. me? Oh, oh yeah. hell yeah! Yeah, because I was like, you know, because I'm trying to play devil's advocate. I'm trying to be fair. I'm like, oh I, fuck you know. that! Fuck being fair when you do be mean things and bad things to people. No, again, listen. I hope Danny. I hope Danny Masterson's asshole rots out in prison. I really do. You know, I I, I hope all the bad things in the world happen to him. It's just such a tough spot to be in. That that. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher got put. Anyway, I don't know. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't find the comment now. I always try and save these things. I don't find it anywhere. But basically, the, so if this was you, you could let us know and I'll give you credit. Um, the comment was basically like, hey, dear judge, my friend's a pretty good guy when he's not vaping people. And it, yep. the, the way it was written, I was just like, wow, this person really cut to the core of this. And it's kind of hard to have my stance when somebody puts it like that, you know? Yeah. It really, oh. really is. Christine loves you cuddles. Cause I think she's on your side. Listen, I oh. want to be on your side. I at the surface feel this way, but I can't help but think, what would I do if I was put in these shoes? And if it was, you know, it God forbid if it was cuddles or if it was Frank or even Janine, like, I would just feel like. Okay, put yourself in a different position. But they're God, not. God forbid, God forbid. But here's the thing. That's oh, not, oh, it's no, not no, there oh. because they're not, they're not in a different position. They're in, they're in that position. Like one of the girls, one of the victim's fathers, I don't expect him to write a character letter. I expect him to want to kill Danny Masterson. That's what he should want to do. That I get. I understand that. Yeah. So Aston Kutcher and me, they don't they don't feel bad and they don't feel hurt and everything for the poor women that he did this to or their families that have to deal with this. Because these women will never forget this. They will have the trauma for the rest of their lives. You're right. But their defense was they didn't think it was going to be read out loud. They didn't. They, they thought it was just for oh, the, so they thought for the it, judge. They thought it was on the sneak, which makes them even worse. I mean, I guess, they, they really don't feel that. So it's either the letter is fake or they're just fake all around. They're fake people all around. Let me write a note and be a good person, but it's not going to be read out loud. And no one will think I'm a real douchebag. <laughs> I could be a douchebag on the on the DL. No, you're a douchebag now to everyone. Uh, as you guys can see, I don't win many arguments. You don't. <laughs> Not with this. No. Be a good human being. No, you're right. I can't disagree. You you are you are right. I, can't, I know I am. I can't disagree with you. I can't disagree with you.
Um, and I'm going to criticize Ashton here because today he resigned from his anti-trafficking organization after this all blew up, which I knew was going to happen because his apology video with Mila Kunis was awful. It was so stupid and awful. Like you just, it was, it didn't make them look good. Like I, now you tell me, I mean, okay, I get your point that they didn't, they should have written the letters. Okay. But I will tell you, but they did write the letters. Okay. Mm -hmm. And now they're in all this trouble. Would you be like, yeah, go ahead, go make an apology video. I would say, I would say to them, if they were determined to make the apology video, I would say, just say you were put in a bad position. You feel bad for his wife and his daughter who did nothing wrong. And you felt like you couldn't say no to your, your friends, not him, but your friends. That's what I would have said. And they didn't do that. They went with the politically, oh, yeah, but, you know, we understand and this and that. And they fucked the whole thing up. And now it's blown up even, even worse. And, um, you know, people aren't going to let up on them, you know. So anyway, Kuchar founded an organization in 2012 <coughs> with Demi Moore. And um, they uh, it's an anti-sex trafficking organization. And they were developing all these things for it and to try and cut down trafficking. By the way, everybody was waving the Ashton Kutcher flag when he was testifying in front of Congress about this company, this organization that he started. We all, everybody loved them some Kutcher back then. Yeah, because he was doing something good. He was doing something for the good of children and women and all this. And now he's writing notes for a man who did evil, horrible things to women. Yeah. You got to um, choose. Either you're against or you're for. Or you're with it or you're not. Like, you can't be, you know, a fair, what do they call it? Fair weather? Fair weather friend. Weather, yeah, fair weather friend. Yeah, you yeah. can't be that, bud. I forget even what was in the in the letter. Because, again, I didn't agree with the letter. Like, if I was asked to write that letter, my letter would be what he did was horrible. And I believe the victims but I feel bad for his daughter and his wife and like his little baby daughter didn't do anything. Please keep that in consideration done. I wouldn't be like, he was really, you know, he has got great character because that's the thing with people who do evil shit. They're they're not evil to everyone they come across. That's usually how they do the evil shit. They're nice to a lot of people. And then they're really shitty to just a few people. Yeah. You'd be like, Oh, I, I would never thought he would have done something like that. You know? Yeah. I don't think Kuchar was ever involved with Epstein stuff. But there's a lot of rumors out there that he killed a girlfriend and all this kind of... There is that... Oh, yeah, I heard that one. We did talk about that clip. He was on Rosie O'Donnell, and he was 19, Mila was 14. They had to do an on-air kiss, and Danny dared him to, like, stick his tongue down her throat. That was very uncomfortable. Oh, he shouldn't... Red flag then. Yeah, that was very uncomfortable to watch. That wasn't a good thing to have come back up around this time for, for Mr. Kuchar. Um, but they fucked up. Look, they fucked up on the letter. They fucked up on the apology video. Um, and now he's resigning from this thing. But here's what pisses me off about this. Like, and again, I, you know, this is the second time that I can remember Aston Kuchar really fucking up bad and then making an insincere plea for people to like forgive him. 
I don't know what he did. Maybe somebody in the chat can help me remember this. But he, it was the early days of Twitter. And he had risen to the top of Twitter as like one of the first people with like over a million followers. And this is going back, this is early Twitter days. Two, three years of Twitter being around. And he did something where he had to publicly apologize for. I don't remember what it was. But I remember his apology being, again, over the top and in bad taste and probably didn't need to go that way. And then he said that he was giving up his social media. And what he meant by that was he was going to allow somebody else to tweet for him. Lame. And I just remember, yeah, I remember being so pissed off going, oh, okay, so instead of you picking up the phone and typing out your thought, you're now going to tell somebody else? to do it like that's that much better like <sighs> that's your remorseful move of like i'm so sorry i'm quitting twitter and this is how i'm gonna quit by just telling somebody else how, what to tweet for me like yeah it's still coming from you lamo. it was so it was still, exactly it was so fucking insincere you know it was just horrifically insincere and i just i some of these like Hollywood types that just give these empty apologies yeah. and shit. I don't like him. I've never liked. Have you ever heard me say his goddamn name? No. I don't like him. He just annoys me. There's a lot of people that annoy me, and he's on that list. You didn't even like him during the punk days? He was no. pretty big then. No, I didn't like him. Him, Justin Timberlake, they just annoy me. Like, there's something about them that I'm just like, I don't know, need to see. I get that. Justin Timberlake kind of annoys me. He's so annoying. Yeah, I don't care. So him. annoying. God. He was bad in, uh, well, he was annoying in uh, the social network. But I think, that, I think his character was annoying, too. Ugh. So it was kind of. Just his face just annoying. I don't know why just his face annoying. But Ashton Kutcher is on that, that list. I don't like Well, him. what has Ashton Kutcher been in that he you just been like, oh, my God. Maybe when he played Steve Jobs in that movie, he did an oh he did an okay job. Outside of that, yeah, every other it. movie he's been in has been irritating and annoying. Like the butterfly effect, oh, irritating. It's like, uh, what was the I one with? I didn't even like the seven that seventy show. I didn't like that. Yeah, and it wasn't crazy about it. Janine liked it. Oh, I liked the one that he was in with Bernie Mac. But you know what? That was mostly Bernie Mac. You could have put yeah. anybody opposite Bernie Mac and it would have been just as good, if not better. Exactly. Ashton Kutcher is so annoying. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I don't know how he begged that Mila Kunis because she is a national treasure. Eh, now she's on my shit list. <laughs> but I think even still, like, if you if you know this, this is a prediction. She will skate with this. He will he, catch most of the shit. No, the guy, he's gonna, he's gonna catch a lot of shit. People yeah. are gonna hate him. But she should get it just as much. Cause it's like, hey, like, chicks, we have to stick together. Right. You know, chicks before, I hate saying that word, like, chicks before dicks. You know, like, hello. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I'm going to deviate and add a little topic here for a second. I want to talk about this. Jimmy Fallon. Mm. Another one who annoys me. Oh, can't stand him. But don't you find it weird that all this stuff is mysteriously suddenly coming out about Jimmy Fallon? Like, let, like I was thinking about this the other day. The show, the, all the shows, late night shows are on strike, right? So nothing is going on. Um, I just so happened to like, look back at the ratings, like the last time they were on the air, as it turns out, Stephen Colbert has apparently been beating Jimmy Fallon the last few times that they were on like last few months, maybe even like up to a year. And then they decide to all come together and do this stupid podcast, which I don't even know if that's still happening. Has anybody listened to that? Let me know in the comments. Have you listened to the no, we only listen to the Anthony on air podcast. Oh, bless your heart. What is it called? Strike, Strike Force? Strike Force, I think it's called. I'm going to search Strike Force. I'm going to see if they're putting out episodes still. Wait, so Jimmy Fallon is on that podcast? Strike Force 5. Yeah. What it Ugh. is, what it is, is it's all the late night guys. It's Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert. Who's the other? Seth Meyers and John Oliver. That's the five. I like John Oliver. Yeah, we all do, right? I think he's... I like him. Is Stephen Colbert the one that still makes people wear masks? Yes. Oh, yeah, fuck him, too. Or he was up until the show went on strike, I should say. Oh, and still it went on strike. Okay. Um, It looks like they have been putting out... They have five episodes out right now. Okay. I don't know if any of this is good. I, I couldn't I couldn't bear to listen to it. Um, but anyway, so they announced this podcast with those all those people. And all of a sudden, the next day, this story comes out about what a shitty boss Jimmy Fallon is. Then he apologizes for it almost immediately. Then the following day, half of his staff comes out in a, I forget who did that, Variety or maybe whoever did that story. They were like, Jimmy Fallon's not bad at all. You know, like he's really nice to all of us, you know, so I don't know what's going on here. So I don't know. Like I started to get the feeling of like, first of all, if your staff is going to revolt on you, that's coming from within your own organization. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Do you think his higher ups were like, he's losing like people, he's losing viewers and should we just get rid of him? That's what I think. So you think they put that out? Yeah. And his PR, wait, his PR was like, oh, if you apologize, everyone loves you. If you apologize, they'll just forget about it. Not like Lizzo, um, but they'll think you're okay. And then you can go back to being, you know, you. I think so. Because I think, look here, Robin's got it right here. He said the same thing. Is NBC going to make a move? I think they might be thinking about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I think they might be softening the blow or, you know, considering it or, you know. Yeah. He's another one that's annoying. He's Mm. on the list. 
he's on the list. He's high up there. Yeah. He's like he's like one of the top. I told you, I how many times have I said we went to Universal and we went on like the ride with him and I'm like, I can't stand him. He annoys me, but I'm gonna go on the ride and it was a good ride, but he's annoying. Yeah. They're trying to get rid of him. He probably makes like a shit ton of money. And he's not even like doing great. He might, yeah. I don't know. I I don't I wonder if they're paying these guys through the strike. Do they have to pay that? I don't know how that works. I don't know. He he's got millions. He could he could dip into his bank account. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of why they started that podcast is like to pay their staff and everything too. But I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me. And I also don't think, I also don't think that NBC likes that he's in there schmoozing it up with those other guys when it's like, they're all, they like to win. Like, even if the hosts themselves are like, oh, we're going to be friends or we're not going to battle, which I hate, but can appreciate on a certain level. Yeah. Um, the executives are like, fuck that. We need to be number one so we could sell more ads and, you know, pay for employees. And yeah, so we don't have to have ads for like adult diapers. Yeah, pay for all that kind of shit. All right now, people are congratulating. I don't know who we're congratulating here. Is it Annie? When did I miss something in the live chat? Something with Annie. I feel oh. like I, I don't know. I might be missing something. I can't I see the live chat, so you have to be on top of that. I know. I got to be. I hope she hit the lotto or something. Do they have lotto in Australia? I think oh, they do. The balls just Australia? go in the other direction. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Don't see any. Yeah. I don't know if I could ever live in Australia because I've seen some of the spiders that live there and some of, like, the animals and stuff that live there. I wouldn't survive. Got big spiders over there. Yeah, no. Anyone that's from Australia, you, you don't fuck with them because they they are dealing with a lot. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, is it this? I'm I'm out. Oh, was that it? Did uh, I'll see any? Did you just come out? Because that would be a honor of a lifetime for you to do it on this episode. Mm, 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 mm. Um, I'll wrote, "I'm out with a rainbow flag." I don't know if that's a new out or just telling everybody here she's out. Either way, that's worthy of applause. Congratulations Yay. on that. Big deal to me, people coming out. I hate that it's still a thing, you know, but it is. We I, love you. Like, it's still part of the journey. So, I, you know, I appreciate that. I just hate that, like, people, like, it's still part of the thing. I, I wish it was all just uh, a little bit more accepted across the board. I'm very sensitive about all that. You know that cuddles because of Uncle Glory Hole. Yes. Um, I didn't know Uncle Glory Hole was gay until um, feels weird saying it like that. I could probably use his real name. Um, but uh, I didn't know he was gay until um, I don't know if it was later in my life, but it was definitely uh, not from the get, and. Uh, that always bugged me. I hated that he had to be a different person, you know, to try yeah. and make people comfortable. Drives me crazy to this day. Probably doesn't bother him anymore. I don't know. Uh, we never really talked about it. But boy, did I. That was one of those. When, when I heard, I was like, OK, no big deal. I'm happy, whatever, you know, and I still feel the same way. And then as I got older, I was kind, I got a little angry about it. You know, I was like, well, what the fuck? Why? I don't you know. I know it's different times and everything, but I always felt kind of like, I wish I could have done something to 
alleviate that from from him. But uh, old out. Paul said the truth will out. Bad joke. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. Hey, old outs are still good outs. So thanks for doing it again. You know, this this could be an anniversary of an out we could celebrate on the show. Oh, I love anniversaries. Yes. Stop it. That don't see everybody. So I was just reading a comment before how somebody loves you here. Uh, Ashley, hey, Cuddles, fave podcast ever. Don't fall for my wife. Don't fall for her bullshit with the anniversary thing, because I'll tell you what. She's already she's pulling. She's she's Jimmy Falloning me right now. She's an NBC executive Falloning me at this very moment to get us to renew our vows in, on our 10 year anniversary. Yes. Next next August, we will be married for 10 years. And I you should you should be so thankful that I want to renew my vows and I want to be married to you. You should be thankful. You should that, thank that I'm me thankful now. for. Thank, thank me now. <laughs> um, thank you, sweetheart. You're welcome. You. And you just you're like, no, why? And I want to do it in like a really cheesy way and like go to Vegas <laughs> and go to like Elvis. Yeah. And you're like, no, I don't want to do that. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> Listen, no, I'm grateful every day you continue yeah. making the biggest mistake of your life. I'm, I'm and very dealing with your bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I'm very appreciative of it. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. This need of like, I feel like you're undermining, like the first time wasn't enough. Like the first time was pretty big deal. Like let's, yeah, let's, that yeah, should let's be do, it. Let's keep doing it again to renew the love that we have and like our commitment to each other. You should be like, okay, if that'll make you happy, sure, babe. <laughs> Actually, you know, I don't, I don't hate the whole Vegas Let's kitch it up, kind of. Oh, thing. here we go. No, I don't. I, said, I, I like the idea. I, I, I really don't. It's just this idea of like, oh, the first time wasn't enough. And then you're gonna make me do it every ten years, and then you're gonna get mad and be like, we should be doing this every five years. And before you know it, every I, okay, year, I will make you a promise. Every year, I'm proposing again. Every ten years, we will renew our vows. If I haven't killed you before then. I don't feel the need to be renewing the fact. Oh, motherfucker. Like, okay, I guess this is what I'm saying. Like, if we don't go for 10 years to Vegas, let's say we go to, let's say we don't do it next year and we go to Vegas on our 12th year and not even our anniversary, but we're just like, hey, you want to get married? And then I'll be like, okay, yeah, fine. We'll renew our vows. I I could do that. That'll be fun. It's just this, I don't know. There's a pressure behind it, I guess. Because you have to be a pain in the ass. That's why. Yeah. That's because I want to do it at a certain time and you don't want to. You want it your way or, you know, no, I don't want to do it at 10 years. You should just say, okay, it'll make you happy. I get to go to Vegas. I just have to stand in front of Elvis for 15 minutes and that's it. Sybil said that. 10-year anniversary in Vegas. Sounds like a blast. Uh, See? Listen. We'll make it a big party. Everyone's invited. It is an excuse We're gonna to go, go to have Vegas. Fun. Yeah. Exactly. Good. By the way, did you see what's going on in Vegas right now? No. Vegas, somebody uh, hacked into the MGM Grand, which for those who don't know, like Vegas is so corporate. Like there's 30 casinos and like three casino owners. Like uh, MGM, Caesars, Flamingo. Like, yeah, they, they own all, it all. Yeah. So 
they hack into MGM and they take down like seven casinos. People couldn't use their key cards to get into a room. People were getting their identities stolen. They they paid or they actually paid a ransom to get some of the shit back. I don't know if they've settled it, but it's been so hard to to you can't play slot machines, you can't get room, no reservation, like all the stuff is out of whack. So all the hotels that weren't affected like jacked up their prices because suddenly half the strip had no rooms because they couldn't figure it out without the computers and everything. So now like prices of the rooms went from like, you know, cause you can get a Vegas room for like 80 bucks, you know, a hundred bucks. It's not that expensive actually. Um, they're up around six, $700 a night now for most rooms on the strip. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'd want to go. I don't think I'd want to go like now. I'd want to wait until these companies got better, like, systems. And they're saying that it happened because an employee took a phone call and was literally, like, on, like, a... It was, like, less than 10 minutes of a phone call. And they wound up getting whatever information they needed. And just through that one employee, they were able to get into the entire system. Do you think that employee was a Gen Z... A boomer, a Gen X, or a millennial? Yeah, I, I don't know. The older ones tend to fall for those kinds of fucking things. Exactly. I don't. I don't even pick up my phone. I don't pick up a phone. If you can't text me, we don't need to talk at work anywhere, or an email. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um. Well, my thoughts go out to Will, who's got a Joe Jerkoff working with him. Uh, see, Sarah feels my pain. It's never enough, damn it. Um, let's see. Uh, Nan says, obey the cuddles. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Obey me. <laughs> uh, Sybil, I elope never had a first wedding. Boy, that was the way to go. We fucked that one up. We did. We had a good wedding. It wasn't that bad. Oh, Sarah's going to Vegas. In a Let me tell you something. <gasps> I, when I went to, I've been to Vegas a few times, but I went in October, gorgeous weather-wise. Like, it cools down. It's not like 117 degrees. You know, it's like, you know, everybody goes, oh, no, but it's a dry heat. Let me tell you something. That fucking dry heat around 80 degrees is even more beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just perfect. So uh, Vegas in the fall, uh, definitely a good time. Definitely a good time to go. We got to bring our kids, though. That's the problem. We can't shake our kids. No, I know. And then they went ahead and stuck that stupid Marvel thing over there, you know, so that they would guilt everybody. Be like, all right, we'll go to the fucking Marvel thing. Yeah, but then your parents have to come with us because they have to watch their grandkids. No shit. The only problem is my parents are degenerate gamblers. You know, they'll be in the casino more than we'll be like, oh, watch the kids. Then we'll come around the corner and find my dad making my son pull the slot machine for good luck. That's okay. I'm okay with that. And our daughter, she can handle herself. You 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 don't mess with her. She mm-hmm. will fuck you up. She she takes after me. Yeah, take that. So, yeah, she'll tell you where to go. And give you like the stink eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we should do it. Roz went to Vegas in October. Well, let's see the problem too. We got married at the end of August. We cannot go to Vegas in August. I will no. We made the mistake of going to Florida the end of August. I can't do it again. Yeah. Yeah. 
can't be doing that. Is it I, like bad in September? Yeah, I don't know. I think it gets better. I, I again, I went in October and it was like perfect. Like I remember laying in the pool. I remember just floating in the pool, looking up at an absolute clear sky. It's like the perfect temperature. Like ordering a cocktail, like by the pool. Like I just remember thinking, like I'll, you know, those. There's those some of those moments. Okay, here's another one. Not to kiss my wife's ass, but when we got into the hotel on our honeymoon, just that feeling of what it was like to be there. You know, mm-hmm. we also had that dinner on the beach. Like I'll net there are a few of those moments when we went to that snorkeling trip on that little island. Oh I, yeah. You just you never forget those feelings and what it's like and what the smell was and the temperature and how you felt and what you were wearing. In that pool, that was like one of those moments where you just catch yourself and you go, Oh my God, this is like the perfect temperature. I'm see. I'm so I'm, relaxed. Like I'm yeah. so like, you know, there's nothing You'll- going on. It's exactly. Nice. And you will feel the same way thinking about us getting married by Elvis in a little chapel. God, this is going to work me. It's going to happen. She's going to work me until this is, uh, until we do this. I get what I want. <laughs> All right. Last topic of the night. This is a great story. I, we, we missed this the other day, but I'm glad we're coming back around on it right now. There is a Democratic candidate running for the Virginia House. And. Her name is Susanna Gibson, mother of two, uh, married, right? She's running in what's being described as a competitive race in District 57, Richmond, Richmond, Virginia, which we drove through on our way down to OBX. Um, She's a 40-year-old nurse practitioner. They discovered, I don't know if it was the Washington Post on this first or the New York Post. It was one of the posts. And they discovered that she had starred or appeared in more than a dozen adult live streams, like porn videos that are live, with her husband on a site called Chatterbait. I think that's a play on words for masturbate. C-H-A-T-U-R-B-A-T-E. See, I think you would want to call it chatsterbait or something. Wouldn't chatsterbait be better than chatterbait? Okay, go ahead. Because when you look at it, it looks like it's supposed to be a masturbate thing, but chatterbait doesn't sound pornographic. Does it? Um. Right? Like, I would be like, did you get the chatterbait for, for the fishing trip on Sunday? Because I want to make sure we, you know. It's just chat, chat, chatster bait sounds like more masturbate to me. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Um, 12 videos. And it was one of those sites where I guess you give like coins or tokens or whatever. And like people say, do this and then you do it. And then like, or they pay a token and they say, do this and then you do it. And so, uh, yeah, it says here, according to the post, she pitched her audience on giving virtual tips on numerous occasions. She maintained a chatterbait profile even while announcing her campaign in July of 2022, uploading at least one picture of herself on the sex streaming site the following month, according to a screenshot attained by the New York Post. 
the unconventional candidate had more than 5,770 chatterbait followers whom she repeatedly pressed for more tokens in exchange for certain acts in private showings. This is my favorite part. Adding that she was raising money for a good cause. She was. <laughs> hey, okay. Now, my wife will agree with that because she thinks a Louis Vuitton bag is a good cause. Am I wrong, Cuddles? You are not wrong, 100%. In other videos, she suggested that she and her husband have tried swapping with different partners as she is ethically non-monogamous, but that he does not like sharing. That's a bit, that's a bit of a relationship. Uh, I'm uh, confused. What is, I'm confused. There's too many late, what's going on? Gibson often thanked her viewers for the tokens after the tokens arrived, and her husband, a lawyer, in at least one case, echoed her requests. Chatterbait's terms of conditions state requesting or demanding specific acts for tips may result in a ban from the platform for all parties involved. Oh, I guess so you're not allowed to do that? I thought that was how all those things worked. In a statement to the Washington Post, Gibson called the publicly posted videos an illegal invasion of my privacy designed to humiliate me and my family. Gibson said, it won't intimidate me, it won't silence me. My political opponents and their Republican allies have proven that they're willing to commit a sex crime to attack me and my family because there's no line they won't cross to silence women when they speak up. She's making this a woman issue. What is she speaking up against? I don't know. What's the sex crime that they put the videos out? I have no idea. It's out there. Everything that's on the internet is like kind of like free game. Like, hey, she needs to own it or she looks bad. Own it, girl. Yeah. I don't get it. She's in the videos performing sex acts on her husband or with her husband, I guess. Okay. There's that line. Hmm. He is definitely like, oh, you can make a couple of thousand by blowing me on, like, TV. Let's go. Yeah, which reminds me, join Cuddles and I on Chatterbait. Just never, after the podcast. Never. Oh, that's you, not never, part of the thing. Never. Never. Yeah. Worth a shot. Meet us never. That's what in, I'm saying. In exchange for the Vegas mouse? Can we, can we make that deal? No. No, we're going to Vegas no matter what. You have, <laughs> you have, how do I say this? You have no say. Oh, I like Paul here. That's a conundrum. Nice. Oh. Well done, big man. Well good done. Good one, Paul. Good Comundrum. one, Paul. That's pretty good. I like that a lot. Uh, oh, the, that the, was really good. The candidate's attorney, Daniel P. Watkins, told the outlet that the archive videos violated Virginia's revenge porn law, which makes it a class one misdemeanor to maliciously circulate sexual images of another person's nudity with the intent to coerce, harass, or intimidate. The lawyer cited a Virginia appeals court ruling in 2021 that it was illegal for a man to secretly record his girlfriend during a consensual sexual encounter, even if the video was never shared with others. But that's not what happened here, so I don't know what that has to do with anything. Listen, wait, wait, wait. Listen, if you did it, like, acknowledge it. Just be like, hey, I did that. A lot of shit is accepted these days. So, hey. Here's the interesting thing about this. 
I th- uh, I respect the revenge porn laws because I think those are in place for for good reasons. Yes. Um, but that being said, don't you have the right to know everything about? I think when you're running for office, you are entering an agreement to disclose a lot of information about yourself, which the public has a right to know if they're going to choose you to represent them. So maybe releasing the videos aren't good. I don't, and I don't know if anybody actually released oh. the videos, but it, at least, but at least, but telling people about the videos, I don't know if that's necessarily I, crossing I don't think line. she has to tell people about it, but it is out there on the internet. Like, but you know, well, that's the other weird thing. 5,000 some odd followers, like any one of those 5,000 people could be, could have been like, Oh, here, this is what she's doing. Yeah. You know? Which again, and I go back to the other part of this argument with that being said, if you're doing things with your partner on a stream, is that even like, okay, my point is in 1990, this is taboo and you're fucking out of the race in a second. We've it's crossed the bizarre, where, yeah, we've crossed the bizarre line now where nothing is off limits anymore, no matter what you've done. Yeah, she's um, not cheating on her husband. They're doing it together. If that's their kink, like, hey, like, it yeah. makes their marriage work. Be happy for them. Like, would that um, influence your vote? Like, if you were like, oh, I'll vote for that person. And then you're like, oh, she does porn with her husband online. Would that be like, oh, would that change no, your mind? No, I don't, I don't necessarily think that would change my mind. Because I'm like they know what like they like and they're like going full steam ahead. I respect that. But her not acknowledging it and saying, this is what my husband and I do. And we like that. That makes me not like her. If she came out and she was like, this is what we do. This is, we like this in our relationship. We do it on the side. It has nothing to do with my political and work and all that. I would have been like, 100% go get yours, girl. But like, acknowledge it. Be like, proud of it. Be like, I'm doing this. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of don't buy the whole um, fighting for women here. I don't know. About yeah, just say what work, what is working in your marriage. Yeah. Say, we like doing this. We like people watching us. We like this. Okay, no problem. You're doing it with your husband. Okay. Robin said they should do a porn every 10 years. See, that's my man right there. See? (laughs) In Vegas. Remember, in Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, it's a weird weird thing now where it's like, you know, and I I don't know if it was Trump or Clinton for that matter catching BJ. Actually, Clinton, yeah, he, he was a predecessor to Trump catching BJs in the fucking... Oval Office that kind of just made that what I mean I guess you can go back to Kennedy then at that point if we're talking uh-huh. about cheaters but I mean if you go even if you go pre-Kennedy like how many people were were uh how much infidelity happened in that White House probably oh my god everyone yeah probably quite a bit but to have it like out and out there like you know and, well, well here's the thing too I don't know about Richmond per se but it kind of feels like once you get south of, uh, 
I was going to say Philadelphia, but now I kind of want to move that line back up to New York. When she gets south <laughs> of New York, you know, people can get very conservative. And I don't, and again, she's running as a Democrat, so shouldn't have much hope to get a conservative vote anyway. But even the Democrats down south can be pretty conservative when it comes to relationships. I don't know. I think it's like south of D.C. Yeah, well, I mean, Richmond, you're talking, you're in the area, you're you're in the vicinity, right? D.C., Richmond, Virginia, you know. So, I mean, I don't know if this is going to kill her chances, which is usually what happens, right? It's usually the party that's like, hey, we can't, we can't, this is insurmountable. You got to back out so we could put somebody else in there, you know? That's usually what happens. But I feel like she's not doing anything outside. She's not doing anything deceiving. She's not a conservative who's fucking a boy, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, like but okay, she's but listen. Open uh, about it with hang her on. husband. Hang on, and I'm not, I'm not taking sides here. I'm just playing. We're having fun. Oh, for here we go. But mother of two, you know. I mean, you. I've heard you take a lot of people to task behind closed doors for people wearing certain things. <laughs> Okay. okay, but she's not putting it in front, like, of her young children. And I know it's on the internet, and but I think we haven't learned to maneuver and work with the internet with young children and children. But she shouldn't be persecuted for something that she's doing with her husband mm. for their marriage. Who That's the, their kink. Who is the porn star that ran for... Governor of California was it was a pretty famous one, wasn't it? Who was it? Jenna Jameson? Did Jenna Jameson run oh, for governor? No, 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 no. She's a porn star. She's got to go. She's no, got I'm a saying, lot like, of. I don't years, know. Years ago, uh, one of the porn stars ran for the governor of California. I want to say around the time of Arnold, or maybe before, and it was a laughing stock. Like it was the biggest joke to everybody. And that was what fifteen years ago, maybe. That last? like that's a laughing stock. But Arnold Schwarzenegger can like run for office, and he had a fucking kid with his like housekeeper. That's like true. you know, like. But did we it's learn? It's not did, fair. It's not we, fair. Didn't we learn that after he left office? Did we know? I but still, we, he knew that then. Oh, he did, it could have yeah. it could have come out then, but it didn't. So why is it we're going to persecute her, but it's not going to come out about him and his illegitimate like that child? Feel bad for it, illegitimate child and shit. Like that's just yeah, wrong. No, I'm with you. Listen, the Democrats fucked up in '92 or whatever when they just backed Clinton no matter what. Like they were just like whatever. He's our guy. Like, well, doesn't matter. Listen, you can't blame Clinton for getting, like, BJ's when his wife looked the way she looked. Okay? <laughs> uh, like, put a fucking dress on that's not a suit that you, like, come on. She got worse but, too as she got older. Because her head got wider. That was always her problem. Uh, that big white head. Uh, I like Christine here. Uh, except for Jimmy Carter. I can't imagine Jimmy Carter cheating. The exactly. only time... Listen fact. to me. The only there time, we go. Fact. the only time Jimmy Carter has ever cheated in his entire life is when he went to Lowe's to buy lumber instead of Home Depot because it was cheater. 
That is the most deceitful that man has ever been. Because he was building another house for Habitat for Humanity. And was like, oh, I could save a couple more bucks at Lowe's. Instead of Home Depot, I'm going to go there. That is yep. the most... Christine, you are 100% correct. <laughs> That's the most cheating that man has ever done in his entire life. He is like utterly in love with his wife. Is cheating like, on that Home Depot. Is she still is alive? Like, I thought she died. I think, it, he's still alive, but he's not doing too well. But like, that is like marriage goals. I We should ask them if they got like renewed their vows at 10 years, Anthony. <sighs> <laughs> um, so I guess the conclusion we're coming to here is not a big deal to do porn. Well, let me ask you a question. If this was it's on a porn, not porn. Set, okay, but if this was on a porn set with another dude, is that bad? Oh, I don't know. Is it different? That's that um I don't let me ask you say this. it's different, but is like it, a, is it the fact that know. even though it's a live stream shared with people, but that it was private, like a private live stream? I don't know how you get into the, I guess, I don't know if you pay coins to get in or you have to pay. I'm assuming you have to pay. I don't think they would just, I don't think it's you could just probably, give an email. Yeah, it's probably really expensive to live where she lives. So I'm not going to judge because it's really hard. It, it shit's hard right now. Everything's expensive. Like, girl, get it. Like, I get it. New York is expensive. Yeah, but he's a lawyer and she's a nurse practitioner. That They're probably making bank already true true i don't think they're doing it for the money true i think this is an excitement thing hey if that's the kink for their marriage and it keeps them going and together and that's their thing okay we should kind of like be like okay that's you know right, it tough. is but Listen. you don't want to shun them for things that make their marriage better or solid it's it can be tough and or socially awkward at times. Yeah, but you when know we what? Run like, into people when we run into people in person from from this podcast. I uh, can't imagine I running into somebody being like, "Oh yeah, uh, I, I watch your porn." You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, but you know what? Do, like that, it's not porn. I don't know if that's technically porn. That's kind of, I could see, but that's what works for their relationship and makes them better. Like our Wait, relationship is based you, off of food. You don't think that that's porn? Uh, it is, but it's uh, like, she's only doing it with her husband. And I think that it's you, kind see, of I hard. think you're it's okay hard. with it because it's not cheating. You have a cheating thing. I do have a cheating thing. I would fucking cut off your penis and and kill you so probably would that get me out of the uh the vowel renewal nope nothing is getting out of nothing is getting you out of our vowel renewal if you want to stay married to me which is the best thing that ever happened to you right um you you will be on it, the plane to vegas it, when it I would say. make it it would make it worse wouldn't it We'd have to have a longer ceremony or something like that, right? I, you would not be very happy, but you're, you're going, you have no say. So just shut up and stop saying that. All right. So if you bang your husband on camera for people who are paying to see it, you can still run for office. According to God, I think it's a kink. 
I think it's a kink that some people get off on. And I mean, you know, it's an adult thing. We're not like, you know, it's not being opened and children aren't seeing it. It's an adult thing. I don't think it's horrible. Is it, let me ask you this. Is it because it's such a small office too? Like, would you feel the same way about a senator or uh let's be realistic here there's a lot of senators that are probably saying that they are very religious and conservative kind of and they are fucking boys under the table kinktastic yeah yeah so let's not pass judgment on someone who is doing it with their significant others that they're married to and you know in relationships to you know let's not pass judgment on that Good point. Good point. Yeah. 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 I think, um, I think if this, uh, television strike goes on any longer, Jimmy Fallon will be on Chatterbait with, with his oh, wife. That I'm blocking because I can't see his face. It just fucking pisses me off. I can't stand him. I cannot stand him. Oh I God. think he's going there next. I think we're done with the late night talk shows. Honestly, I don't think we're living in a world where you can host one of those for 20 and 30 years. Uh, like, does, does anyone watch them? I, I don't. No, most of it's clips online for the most part. Like, we don't even have cable anymore. I know. Doesn't it feel good? It feels. I don't, don't you feel even... like. Oh, wait, wait, hang on. Don't you feel like our marriage is better since we got rid of cable? No, because we don't, we never watch cable. You play NHL at night. I'm on my phone or I'm reading. You don't have to tell people I play video games for Christ's sake. Oh, come on. Most grown men. Okay, you're not cool. Just know that. Uh, (laughs) Most grown men make play like games. You, like our kids are on apps. They're on our fire stick. So, Mm. you know, so. Fallon will be masturbating on OnlyFans, says Paul. Uh, Probably, because he's going to have to make some money. Robin, we just had a president who banged a porn star. Yeah, let me tell you something, too. That's rough banging a porn Because here's the thing about that. She did nothing but abuse the shit out of him for being really bad with a small penis. Like, you got to... You've got to... That's the problem with having an ego the size of Trump's. Like... You got to know it would be like if the New York Yankees were like, hey, Donald, do you want to have an at bat during a real game with playoff implications heading into the fall? Like at some point you got to be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to pass on that. I don't think it's going to work out well. You know, I like I, I know every guy wants to get laid, but when a porn star like reluctantly agrees to it, maybe it's time to just go. I don't need this one. Yeah, just step out. It's not going to turn out good. It's not, it's not going to go well. A, it's going to get out to everywhere, and my wife will find out and perhaps be upset. Or B, 100%. like, I'm not going to be able to perform the way this girl is accustomed to performing with her coworkers. And, uh, you know, it's going to look really, really bad for me. Yeah, she's had some major dick. So, yeah, real famous, you know, re- big time stuff. Yeah, that's, t- that's a tough, that's a tough call there. Um, who had a good question? Oh, uh, back to Robin. Who would replace Jimmy Fallon? It's a good question. I don't, I don't think you would see the traditional, like he was the heir apparent, right? Performer, comedian, 
Second City or whatever he was, the Groundlings. I forget which one he was in, but you know, um, what do they call that? Live theater stuff. Um, improv. I don't, oh, I don't know. Improv. Uh, you know, he had all the SNL, he had all the makings of all that stuff. I don't think you would see anybody like that anymore. I think it would be somebody really weird with a TikTok following, which by the way, they tried who, there was a young lady who I actually like a lot. Shit. What is her name? She does the, um, do you remember her cuddle? She does the new year's Eve stuff. Now she's, she's holds the mic in the crowd. They send her out into the rain. Cause you know, we can't have mm. Ryan Seacrest getting wet. Oh, I don't know. Lily or some shit. Uh, fuck, it'll come to me. They gave her like a one o'clock in the morning show for Lily Sings. Is that it? They were too old for this. I forget. She was like a YouTuber and she was like really, I remember watching some of her stuff and enjoying it a little bit. She was kind of entertaining. But then they like give her like a talk show format and it's just like, eh, this is not what it's supposed to be. I, I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know who would replace Jimmy Fallon, if he were to go move on. I mean, because that's hallowed ground. The Tonight Show is sacred, and it always will be, but yeah, I don't, I just don't know. I just don't know. Um, mm, mm, mm. Yes, Lily Sumpon. Great. Is that, was that her name? Was it Lily Sings, though, Sybil? I feel like her name was Lily Sings. Uh, bowling with cotton ball says Theo. Theo Vaughn's hilarious, but I don't know. Like, here's the thing Theo Vaughn is hilarious as a stand up comedian and a podcaster. I don't know if you stuck Theo Vaughn behind a desk and forced him to do a monologue and then forced him to interview two people he doesn't give a shit about. I don't know if that would he'd be in his wheelhouse and he would be as funny. Yeah, they're trying to bring people to do things that they just can't. You know, it's not, yeah, yeah, it's like not necessarily their thing. And you know who I think, you know, I think part of the end of this all was is that fucking, uh, who's the guy who screamed at all the uh, restaurant employees? The theater major who ruined cats and everybody hates him. Fat guy. I have no, hold on, I'm just pouring some wine. James Corden. James Corden had a sacred, like you had a sacred show, big time slot. Late night talk show. James Corden was like, "Eh, I don't want to do this anymore." And no, and and no, but like you, ne like before this current crop, you never gave up a show like that. And now they're just like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm not doing it anymore." And the shame of it all, the best guy was uh, Craig uh, Ferguson. He was the best one out of all. I mean, he was another one who walked away from it. Couldn't be bothered with it all. Who um, stress? Will seems to think he could do it. I would say let's just give it to Will. He Go sounds ahead, pretty Will. confident. Good. Yeah. He didn't just say I could do that. He said I could do that easily. So yeah. I say we let Will go. Let Will go with it. Run with it. Will, as long as you don't scream at your employees, I think you'll be pretty all right, my friend. Uh mm -hmm. Lily Singh. That was it. I thought it was Lily Singh. It was Lily Singh. Um, it probably would be Seth Myers. They'd probably bump him up to the but even you know what I like about Seth Myers is even him at some point was like, hey, everybody loved me when I was on weekend update and I sat behind the desk and just talked snarky about people. And so that's what I'm going to do. Like he gave up the monologue and the suit and coming out and all that. Now the show's 
fucking cameras go on and he's sitting behind the desk ready to snark it up with people, you know? Yeah. He's he, even he changed his little format around because he knows he just that, that that whole thing. I hate they to sell say out. It. They sell out for the millions. Oh, of course. I hate to say it, but that whole format way of doing things is kind of over. It's archaic. Like, get with the times, people. It's archaic, and it'll take another, like, 15 years to completely die out till it stops, but it won't be around. Um, What about Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd's making too much money making movies to sit down and torture himself with that kind of fucking thing. You know, he's not going to stop. Yeah, I like him, too. Seems like everybody likes Paul Rudd. Mm-mm-mm. I like my favorite Paul Rudd was when he was the stepbrother to Alicia Silverstone and nobody gave a shit. I liked when he was like uh, in Clueless. Yeah, mean? the sixth lead. And then he wasn't like a big time leading. Come on. This there. is 40. Wasn't. Oh, come on. How good no, was that? He's great in everything. He was great in uh, what's that one where he's looking for a friend. Looking for a friend. Yeah, with Rashida Jones as his fiance, and he ha- he doesn't have a best man, so he's got to go on like dates. Oh, to- with the with that guy, I know what you're talking about. Oh my god. Yeah, what was that one? He was good in that one. Oh my god, I don't know the name, but I remember it. Slap it to base. <laughs> uh, the Rock's not taking over because The Rock's running for fucking president, baby. Rock is gonna run for president. By the way, they they put like a super cut together of all of uh joe biden's like lies and fuck-ups and shit because i guess he said he was at the world trade center the next day or something and so when that lie sort of went viral then everybody was like well let's like see all his other lies and somebody on cnn i think it was they like outlined like the last 12 really bad joe biden lies and uh, I was like, holy shit. When, when, when CNN is like, all right, everybody, here's what the Democratic president is fucking making up and lying about. You know, that's you not got a problem. That's bad. Yeah, it's not too good. I just think he's an old man. He tells a lot of stories and he can't remember which ones he's embellished into lies and which ones he hasn't. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a grandpa. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a great grandpa soon. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, you can't expect old men like that. Like, let's just be happy he ain't pissing himself. Let me tell you something, people. That's going to be the low. When he's up there giving a speech, then he walks away from the podium and you just see a huge fucking wet spot in his pants. That's when we're going to know shit is time time to wrap it up. Although they'll probably throw him in a diaper before he gets to that point. By the way, kudos to fucking stupid Mitt Romney. See what he said the other day? He's like, I'm too old. I'm going to leave. Like, he always, okay. he's doing the right things now. It's far too late. He should have been doing the right things 30 years ago. He would have been president. But uh, he's like, uh, yeah, I'm too fucking old. I'm not going to run again. <laughs> and it's like, oh, God. I wish it, he, he, he did it because he's like, everybody, this is the cool thing to do right now. Everybody should be saying this. Everybody wants Pelosi and McConnell to say this. He's like, so I'm going to go out in there and fucking say it. And he's right. He's 76. He should be fucking kicking up, having a goddamn iced tea, trying to avoid renewing yeah, his vows. Like, with his isn't life. he worth a lot of money? Oh, a fuck ton of money. Okay, go relax. I know. These fucking people just don't want to, like, I would be doing nothing, drinking, and like, just enjoying life. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
if I if had, we, I don't get it. I I do. Is is that dude still alive? That the one from Kentucky? Is he? I thought he was like done. No, he's still here. Yeah, I mean, last night I haven't looked he in the last forty five. I haven't looked since we started the show an hour and fourteen minutes ago. Anything can happen with him. Yeah, he could have been. He could have been out by now. I, you don't know. You got to kind of. You always got to check on it. You always got to check on it. But um, Mitt Rom. If I was Mitt Romney, I would be getting. If I had as much money as Mitt Romney, I'd be getting shit faced hammered trying to make a fucking Jerky Boys album. Doing oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. That would be my fucking move, a hundred percent. You know what I have a love mm. for? What? Red wine and Doritos. They're so yeah, good right now. That's pretty disgusting. It's pretty fucking awesome. Doritos are good with anything. I'm when glad I'm you're enjoying yourself, but that's pretty disgusting. I am. I am. Uh, Hunter Biden got indicted on gun charges yesterday. Oh, so God. He'll be in jail soon. And um, that guy is a hot mess. What happened? Okay. Like, here it is. This here, Do you want to hear this little supercut from CNN? Oh, sure. These are all his mistakes. Hold on. He has done, I don't know if it's similar things, but he's sort of told some stories that don't line up quite like this before. Yeah, this president has a, a pattern at this point of either inventing or embellishing stories about his own past, his biography. He did it three times in one speech last month alone. Uh, he claimed he had witnessed a bridge collapse in Pittsburgh when he actually showed up about six hours later. He claimed that his grandfather had died just days before he was born himself at the same hospital. In fact, his grandpa died more than a year before in a different state, not, not the same hospital. Um, and, uh, and he also repeated a favorite false story that I and others have debunked over and over again about a supposed conversation with an Amtrak train conductor he was friends with, who was actually deceased at the time the conversation would have had to take place. And that's not all. There are some more serious ones in, in my view. Uh, previously in his presidency, he claimed at one point he'd been arrested during a civil rights protest when in other versions of the story, he just said an officer had taken him home uh, from a protest. He said he had visited the, the Pittsburgh synagogue where worshippers were killed in a 2018 mass shooting. In fact, he'd actually spoken to the rabbi, uh, but never but never went. Um, and he, he's made a whole bunch of others, too. Uh, he said at one point, Republicans like to bring this up. He said that he used to drive a tractor trailer. He used to drive an 18-wheeler. Never happened. The White House later clarified he used to drive a school bus at one point for, as, a, as a job briefly. School bus, of oh, course, God. not an 18-wheeler. So whatever his intentions, whether it's you know foggy memory about stuff that's going on decades ago or deliberate embellishment, this is an unfortunate pattern that keeps coming up again and again with Joe Biden. So He's, he's just an old man. He's a crazy like, old man. He's a, he, like, I, since dealing with your father, he, I can understand this. That's that's look, these guys get to a certain age, they're telling these crazy fucking stories, they get bigger. You know, the fish gets bigger every time you tell the you know the story, you know. He's oh, no yeah, different 100%. from he is no different from any other politician who tells these wise tales all you know, all over the place. You know, they just and they forget when the problem is is you know what the thing is, is we've never really dealt with a lot of these older politicians. 30 years ago, these guys didn't last into their 80s. I mean, some of them did, but not most of them. Now, most of them are just continuing on and they can't keep track of their bullshit. Yeah, like he just sounds like a grandpa with 
a kid, you know, his grandson or granddaughter on his lap. And it just so happens that the grandfather is our president and the boy or girl on his lap is, you know, the rest of the citizens and people of our country. So, you know, that's how it is. But to me, it sounds just like a grandfather embellishing saving a town during World War II. I, you know. Yeah. It happens. Little things. It's just, you know, we know about his things and what he says because he's the best the president of our country and by the way i I feel like most stories are like embellished like i don't know if you caught this cuddles but earlier in our family chat uh my family oh here we go your family (sighs) go ahead tell, tell everyone the San Gennaro feast is going on in new york city right now and my family seems to think that i forget even what it was my mother's grandfather perhaps started the San Gennaro feast. Oh yeah. No, no. As Aunt Melinda said, no, 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 no in the picture. No, no. Yeah. And, uh, I think as the story go, I'd really have to get my mother on the phone as the story. It's too late to do it now. As the story goes, if I call her right now, we might kill her because she'll think so. If we're calling her at this time, she'll, if you called your mother, she would be like, what's wrong. What's wrong. Um, but if you ask your mother, separate from your aunt, separate from your uncle, there would be three stories. Three so, different stories. Oh, yeah. Three different stories yeah, from yeah. three different people. So go ahead. We have to be careful. We have to tread lightly here, though, because we're we might not get invited to Christmas dinner. Um, oh God. They think that the story goes is that my mother's grandfather started the San Gennaro feast and ran it. For a few years until he got pushed out by the mafia. I believe that's how the story. I might even have it wrong. Because the first time I ever heard the story. I thought oh that's total bullshit and cannot be true. And I was six at the time. (laughs) (laughs) As a six year old I go there's no way that story's true. That is not a true story. They were told either they're lying or they were definitely told a lie. But. I just, it's, I just do not believe it whatsoever. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. But my uncle showed a picture. He's like, oh, San Gennaro Feast is, I guess, I guess Uncle Jamie works near the San Gennaro Feast. So he put a picture up and then my aunt told the story about how she saw a pic. They flashed a picture on, on, on the news about the beginning, the, the start of the San Gennaro Feast. And she couldn't see if her grandfather was in the photograph. That was the story. That was the, the chat today. Was it true though what uh, Uncle Jamie said that it's twenty dollars for a sausage and pepper sandwich? That is, real? oh my god, twenty dollars cash. I can believe it because it's only cash, and you, we know Italians. Cash, that's fucked up. Twenty dollars for a sw—that's nuts. Okay. Yeah. I hate to say it, but all those vendors that are there will be at another feast in two weeks, and it won't cost you $20 to get oh. the same sausage and pepper sandwich. Half price. Yeah. Yeah. That's but because crazy. they are at the San Gennaro Feast, they are double and triple the price. Um, uh, Cuddles is here because Frankie C is on vacation. 
Yep. Should okay. we say where he is, or should we wait till the next episode to say where he is? Let's just say it now. He's taking an Alaskan cruise. Very, very yeah. jealous. Yeah. Alaskan cruises are done by people who don't have children or people yeah. that are retired. Not us young people. We take Disney cruises. <laughs> he goes, I'm going on an Alaskan cruise. I go, what characters are on that boat? He's like, what? What are you talking about? I go, I don't you got characters on there? How does it work? What is you know? What's the whole? Yeah. What's this whole process? Who's taking like? pictures? Who's yeah, none? Yeah. There's no one. What time does Mickey come out on the cruise? He's like, no, no, no. We're adults. We don't. Uh, we don't have to worry about that bullshit. Yeah. What cartoon character is there? Yeah. None. He's gonna be living it up. Although I have visions in my mind of uh, maybe it was because I was just watching Mr. Deeds. Remember when his uncle goes up to the top of Mount Everest and freezes to death? Yeah. <laughs> He's got that like weird like frozen frozen face. All, all I see is Frank's face like frozen. Like in a like comedically in like a cartoonish setting where he's just he's fallen into the water and immediately turned into a big ice cube that's bobbing up and down and you can see it's <laughs> But it's not that cold day, right? Cuz it's kind of I don't know. No, I think it's Oh, what did he say? He told us the Isn't... other night yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was like 50s because Maybe then the, when it yeah. gets too cold, they can't take a boat. Yeah. Long flight to get there, though. I can't wait to hear yeah. all about it. I'm sure he's going to have some great stories when he comes back. A, an Alaskan cruise sounds really nice. But again, we have two children that will be like bored and shit. So Paul says... Tell Frankie to say hi to Sarah and Palin for us. He will. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be talking to her. He'll be like this. Loved you on 30 Rock. Honestly, you were great. <laughs> <laughs> um, an Alaskan cruise is one of those things that I would absolutely 1 million percent go on. And I want to go on. But I just feel like we can put that in the category of it's never going to happen. Like when you think about no. the amount of trips and vacation we have left and all the things that we want to see and do and experience, I feel like that's one that's just going to be forgotten, left off the list. No, I, but I do think that that's at the bottom of the list. Yeah. No, but not for me. I would want to go because I want to do everything. I want to go, but, you know, I got to get through other things before I get there. Yeah. A lot of other things. All right. On the next episode, we are all going to rank our top 50 trips that we'd like to go on. Fucking so, 50. Everybody prepare. What the fuck? Everybody prepare over the weekend. We all have homework. Top 50 places. I'd like to go anywhere without you and your children. <laughs> <laughs> That's one through 49 for cuddles. That's, a, that's at the top of the list. That's one. That is one. I, I don't care. We could go to like Queens. We could go to Brooklyn. Wherever I could go away from you and your children would make me very happy. Uh, I like this one from Robin. Maybe people might have left this off their list. What about an acid trip? Yep, that counts. You can put that on the list. Yeah, anything. That works. That shit flies. 
That shit flies. Uh, all right, that is it for us, Cuddles. You're brilliant as always. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I have such a great time. It is great doing this with you. I love you. Uh, I love you too. Love you to the live chat. You guys also did a great job. Unfortunately for you guys, we will not be cuddling like Cuddles and I. Have a great weekend, and we will catch you guys all on Monday. Show me potato salad. Later, bitches. <laughs> Maybe we should go now. Go ahead.